0: Welcome to the Bump and Run Broadcast, where we dive into the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series with an abundance of heated opinion and comedic debate. Here's Paul and Tristan. What's
1: going on, guys? I'm Paul, and I'm here with Tristan, and you're listening to the Bump and Run Broadcast. Welcome to episode five. Episode five. Here we are. Las Vegas. And wow. Man, wow, <laughs> I was I was excited for this episode because we were going to get to talk about Phoenix today. But wow, I'm excited for this episode because we get to talk about wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was a good race. That that's that's my imp- that I'm wow. When was Las Vegas? When was it needs it's to, a mile and a half? It needs to. It, when was, when was the la- who, who would have thought that the 550 package would have the start to the season and that like clean that Air wasn't
0: dead. as like. And untouchable hate, and, and as I, it was before and I, and I
1: hate to say it but we were so hyped up about how warm it was going to be and i honestly hope that it's overcast in las vegas for all e- the time for every single race till the end of time like yeah i, I don't need it to be sunny there because the <laughs> racing that what i saw yesterday was incredible
0: it reminded me of that first kansas race we got during the playoffs with the with the 550 in the high um downforce package
1: absolutely and they said it and i was like and you even texted me before the race you're like i don't think it's gonna be very warm like i don't think it's gonna be very loose today and i was like i don't know. and i don't care it was
0: yeah wow no it was perfect like the cars had so much more grip than we expected like they were like flat out on new tires all the way around like it that's was incredible abso- it was three, three wide racing for the lead for like a solid like 10 laps in a row after a restart that's incredible
1: Absolutely. I mean, no, what, two laps? At least it so was Larson, Lugano, and Kozlowski. And Kozlowski just going for it. Arguably, I mean, yeah. It was a and I, I even texted you and I thought that like it was really a big Penske Hendrick day. Like that was yeah. and I mean and JGR did have their day too. It was the yeah. three of them for I sure. I think I
0: think JGR kinda snuck away with a better finish than than Hendrick overall, mm-hmm. but Hendrick definitely showed the speed that, you know, it's just showing they can consistently yeah. show up with good equipment. And JG, all four JGR cars too. Did,
1: JGR did have the best, like overall. Did have I mean Penske had all three of their cars in the top ten, but JGR did yep. have all four of their cars in the top ten, and all four of their cars in the top ten within five places of each other. Yep. With Blaney being the one, so they had two top five, and then two right outside the top five.
0: Yeah, and I, honestly, I can I think we can say like the two biggest things right off the bat with with kind of just initial thoughts going into it is one, Joey Logano had speed like we thought. But Joey Logano didn't dominate this race like he has the past two years, right? This he dominated, is the Pennzoil he, 400. This is his main sponsor. Like, he's normally got the fastest car we for We actually race.
1: had the twist of the term because it wasn't the, his Pennzoil Ford that was the fastest Pennzoil Ford on the track that today. That yeah. day. It was Ryan Blaney. Was Ryan Blaney. And he, we knew he was going to be fast because he and is And I fast. would even
0: argue uh, the discount tire car number two of Brad Keselowski was even faster than both of them. And it wasn't even a Pennzoil sponsor, but it was a Penske car.
1: And Brad has, we like we, we even talked we talked about it last week because we both picked Brad in fantasy. And when we were talking about why, it's because you even said you said the stats. Like, yep. Brad has the best finisher of any driver in the Cup Series. It's two
0: weeks in a row I've picked the the second place car in my fantasy. But Paul, I'm gonna have to let you in on a little secret. What's that? I forgot to update my fantasy after I called it on last week's show. So it automatically put in all of my picks from Homestead. You still probably did pretty good because you only. Beat, I did, yeah, I did better because you only, you, you only, because <laughs> I had Kyle Larson, <laughs> from Homestead. So.
1: And I still beat you, uh, by like four points, I think.
0: I think you did. You're you're gonna have to show me in your app because you're showing. I can't see your points. No, and when I'm looking at it.
1: But we'll look. At, we'll go into. We can get into that later. Yeah, but we can get into. Let's it. Let's just.
0: But I will be reviewing my fantasy picks today, what they what I said on the show, not what I actually yeah. got left in my yeah, phone. that's no, fine.
1: But because uh, they weren't as good. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but like just going to get into Las Vegas, some of the things like I guess kind of just like looking at it. I was kinda just like when I was watching it, I was kinda like just putting down a couple of things, like as I was like at the end of like every stage, I would just kinda like go and like kind of write down like the thing like go through the stage like during the commercial break like right after the state and i would just be like okay like what did i think about the first and just like wrote, i just wrote like a cute couple things down of am sure like i just go through <laughs> let's a, hear it Paul. Let, let me just go th- i just want to go through a couple sure, of them us. and just see what I you hear think this. so the first thing was like the er, hendrick was quick from the very beginning like that was my thought i was like wow they're really quick are yep. they gonna keep this speed or is it gonna kind of but the weather really never
0: changed. I, I mean. think. I think my favorite part of watching that was when Byron and Chase Elliott were just duking it out for the lead, right? And just going was after it. Well, he was up there, but I, I specifically remember a, oh, a yeah. battle for the lead with Chase. Um,
1: and Chase was good. And Chase had a very good car yesterday. Yep. He, he might. His he he just battled all day. He it just seemed like he had the speed though. He could have easily had a top ten. I think he could have been a top five car if he didn't have as many problems as he did. Just. And it really all just started with that long pit stop at the end of stage one, but yeah. a couple other things that I put. We, t- I, I, know I texted you about this. I said Blaney early speed, but I said es- S Stewart Haas Racing, kind Ooh, of
0: complacent. It feels like more, very odd. And like yeah. I even like, it, even do, you think, if, do you think it's time to panic at, or do you think it's just no. because I mean Clint Boyer said in the broadcast they it, no, Las thought, Vegas was always a hit or miss. With he, he Haas. even
1: he also saw in the broadcast that most teams evaluate really well after the West, West Coast. Coast. Yep. So and, and you gotta remember Kevin Harvick did have, was like one of the points leaders. I mean that is how he got the pole position. He did have top ten finishes in back to back in the first three races. I believe he had a top ten finish. Yep. So. He was – like, he had – and, and that's, what, that's another thing with Stuart House Racing that kind of – I noticed yesterday that did kind of, like, catch my attention was even if the rest of that team might be kind of a little a little bit slow or kind of struggling, Kevin Harvick and Rodney Childers always find a way to be yeah. somewhat competitive. Like, yeah. And, They'll be there at the end. But, I mean, it wasn't even like Kevin Harvick fell off. Like, it's like someone – I mean, he – didn't even lead the first lap from the pole position. Yeah. And he fell off even further. Well, after was it that. Kevin
0: Harvick? Who who was it that said their car was mainly set up for like a really hot, slick race? And then it just. There didn't was end up someone being I remember. Like
1: that. I do remember them saying someone yeah, saying that. And they that had to adjust the, into it. But. And
0: yeah, I and that's the biggest but thing. I, normally, when you go to Las Vegas, you expect cars to be sliding all over the place with the hotter right, track temperatures. Some them, some cars were sliding. Right. Some of them were, but and, not as much as we I we mean, normally would expect. I,
1: you know? I I the thing that caught me off guard the most though was how many leech. I mean, we
0: had what twenty six. We Leach? broke the record for lead changes in the second stage. Second stage. State, I mean, like,
1: but it was it was. All, I mean, like, you got like. I'll ever, take it. Ever, the end of stage one, Chase Elliott and Brad Keselowski just, like. Brad, the, just as soon as you thought Brad Keselowski had, like finally gotten past Chase Elliott, it was like nope, oh Chase Elliott, like, right back, <laughs> and then he would take the lead, like, and they just went at it all the way down and, to the wire. And
0: Larson's car was just so fast, like he lost the lead on on pit road a couple of times in the, and came back.
1: And the part about or when
0: he got when he went and actually pitted when other people stayed out, and he made like five positions up in the first lap of the restart and was right back up there and, on fresh and, tires well, and they
1: even larson's car was not fast at the beginning and that was i think i think that played to him a lot better is that like you saw a lot of guys that were really fast on the right off run. the get martin Shrek's jr was incredibly fast right out of on nope. the restarts like he had incredible short run speed and so, like, but then Larson, like, you would see him start on the front row and maybe on a restart, probably two or three laps after, would have fallen back to maybe fifth. Mm-hmm. But you give him probably five more laps after that, he's going to be – hit that's when yeah. he'll get his
0: – Well, even Denny Hamlin said he had a short run car. He really wished he could have had a lot better of a, of a long run. And he even was, like, quoted during the broadcast. He came on the radio, um, and he was like, yeah, dude, put this thing on jacks. Yeah, something's no. This thing's terrible. And then he, like, comes away with, like, a good finish. It's like – that's Denny Hamlin for but,
1: him. I mean, Lars. I was really hoping though at the end of the second stage, I was like, I really want this to be this. This should be a Larson Kislowski just shootout because there are no two better cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, like out of every car those were the two best cars on the track all day oh and i then agree the other group of cars that were good like i said where the rest of the hendrick cars were all very fast yep like the whole hendrix the penske stable was pretty fast joey logano had some speed he was kind of more on the slow he led end, a couple of laps but he no he well he had he broke a record for most consecutive races at las vegas with at least one lap led he's yep. led like a lap at the last like 11 last at least one lap at like the last mm-hmm. 11 las vegas well, and races. i thought
0: that was impressive for hendrick too going off your point is I actually wrote this in in the blank spot of our Mm -hmm. our little outline here. I said big day for Hendrick and although they didn't have the best overall finishing right because Bowman had a late um, late tire. Late tire out. go down, right? But um Byard and Larson still came away pretty well. And yeah, Chase, 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 Chase kinda of ran into some adversity, but I mean 13th? he finished it. Yeah, he he, he salvaged it and at the you end. You gotta
1: remember he came back in stage two and still got a t- and got a stage point. He yep. finished tenth at the end of stage two. Yep. So I mean they,
0: Larson gets the win, Byron comes eighth, and just to see three out of the four Hendrick drivers just lead with dominant like fast cars at one point during this race Mm -hmm. that's not exactly how they ended all three right but at one point all all three of them
1: they all were leading flexed their muscles, and i'm and i'm like i'm it's gonna be i had back-to-back wins for chevy too so like especially and hendrick so like it's a big and who would have thought that it would be larson and byron being the two because i think we all came in here thinking it was going to be the elliot bowman yeah now it's
0: and now they got pressure. But,
1: but hey, I'm, I think we're on track to see all four Hendrick drivers win a race. Get a race
0: this year? For the first yep. time. And well, I mean, we're already 50% of the way there. Well,
1: Greg Daniels just got, got his first career. First, so we are, we are back on the first-time winner streak because um, Kyle Larson's crew chief Greg Daniels got his first ever Oh, win. Cliff Daniels. Cliff Daniels got his yep. first ever I- Got his first ever win yesterday. Yep. as a crew chief in the. I Cup think series. that's got to
0: help him so much because the diversity he went through with Jimmy Johnson's team, right, and it just wasn't clicking. It was and that whole the team,
1: end. I think it was a, I think it was a big team. It was a huge for that. That's what they, even Jeff Gordon like said that on the because like he was like for this like team. This is a good team win. Like for like Larson got a win, and then the whole team like they were with Jimmy Johnson, and they haven't like you know this has been a, this is a big win for them. So yeah,
0: and I think the biggest thing I took away from this was four races into the season, four different drivers. <laughs> when does
1: it stop? I mean, I asked you last week, when yeah. are we going to see our first? I mean, I well,
0: think I, I think it's going to continue to at least next race because for yep, my win at coming but I, up this week I got a new driver. But I do think that
1: not this week, not next week, but the week after we could probably see one.
0: Yeah, repeat winner. At
1: Bristol Dirt. Yeah, because considering that two Christopher the, Bell, considering that the two, won. considering that the two favorites at that race have yep. both already won a race this season.
0: No, I, I completely agree with that. So, so okay, so who were your fantasy picks again?
1: So I have this past week, and how did you do? So I did. I did pretty good actually.
0: I had I thought I yeah, had a go great through, lineup. Yeah. I had the best logic Dr- for it and yeah, it just goes your, to just show it up. Yeah, what go through
1: your run through yours real quick.
0: So my first pick was Harvick. I thought Harvick wouldn't let me down, and that was just a – he he's had so many good stats at Las Vegas. Um and oh man, that Stuart Haas, I think it, I don't think it was a Kevin Harvick problem. I think it was a Stuart Haas problem. We kinda we touched yep. on that. Um my second pick was Legano, right? He won the past two spring races there. Um it was Pennzoil's big day. So he was going to show up. Um, and so that was a solid pick. I was I was expecting him to be top five, and he got a ninth place finish, yep. which is, I mean, top ten. That's good. Yep. I picked Kurt Busch because he had won the fall race, and I think even though his stats are kind of terrible overall at Las Vegas, his home track, um, I thought he would kind of turn it around and use that momentum. I know. I totally but he, f- he finished 19th.
1: I did totally forget that we picked, like, the entire same roster this week. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, except for like our first two people.
0: Yeah, and in, in a wild card, and then yeah. I had I had Brad Kislowski, I knew he was going to show up today, and he did. had had the second fastest race car, and that like well, they even said he even said that during the interview at the end. He's like he's like yeah, I think I I would have absolutely dominated today, but Kyle Larson decided to show up. Well,
1: and he can't, and he even went up to Larson after the race. He was, I mean, it was like a kind of like a game And He's like
0: yeah. Well, you
1: look at his stage. I mean, because like I did, he had a one stage one second place stage two second place final. Yep. He was up front literally yep. all day. I mean, he had a great pit and, stop, and it, too, and, and, and green And that's flight, what I'm saying. Like, he went up, and I think it's funny because Brackislavski's got a great – we're going to get into this. but He's got a great opportunity. We're coming up right here again. So. Yeah. No, I agree. But who was your your wild card? Was, Cole Custer. And he I, finished
0: 25th. <laughs>
1: hey, may, hey, but if it makes you feel better, my wild card pick finished worse than that. Really? Who was your wild card so, well, Wasn't
0: it Briscoe? Nope. So
1: I picked my first pick was Truex, and he finished sixth. Yep, so that that's I mean, good. That's a good. And then pick. I had I also had Joey Kirkbush and Brad K. Mm-hmm. And then I had Alex Bowman, who unfortunately was really fast all day. And, and then just wrong and place, and wrong time. He finished twenty
0: seventh. Yeah, oh, he was running up there too. But if, he, he could have that. He
1: could have come through. I feel. I feel like there could have been a top ten there. Yeah. If even a top fifteen. No, I agree.
0: But yeah, so so I mean, fi-
1: so any sort of so final final thoughts on vegas like before we kind of start talking about phoenix you got any well
0: yeah i was gonna go ahead and i was gonna say like it it was pretty quiet during the broadcast but i thought i had a good pick for who the underdog of the day should have been right 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 yeah i i thought eric jones was the underdog of the day right he he scraped the wall in the beginning, right? And just for that forty three car at a dominant mile and a half track where you know if you can win at the or you can be good at the mile and a half, you've mm-hmm. got it set in the cup series. He had a he came in in tenth. <laughs> for such a small team having a top ten oh, in a mile and a half I, track. I
1: didn't even when I, I honestly you just said that and i was like wow i might have i'm not gonna say i picked the wrong person because i think my pick is also very good yeah but that is like a great pick and we knew you've been talking and we've kind of we talked about eric jones if you guys have been we talked about eric jones back at the very first episode and it was one of your predictions for the season that you thought he could win or was it who was it one of us was saying
0: i think that was you i, I i'm more on the bubba wallace train than i'm on the eric jones train <laughs> But Eric I, Jones, I, I man, think it comes to time. A it might good, not be this year. But, he, but Eric Jones is a great driver. And he had a, from r- Michigan. And he had a really good. My race. My roommate went had Spanish class with him really? in high school. Yeah, we had, he By, was, Byron Michigan.
1: And he's a really and he had a really good race yesterday. That forty three car was no. And I pick so I think my pick my pick for the underdog of the race yesterday had to have been Ryan Blaney. I had yeah. And, I, and the only reason I'm going to pick Blaney is because Blaney just. He brought so much speed. And he started in the back. So he started yeah. and he, he was on a mission from and, the oh, beginning. And that's what I'm saying. He had he had to have been biggest mover of the day, just alone. So No, I completely and agree. And I think that this was a big race. It was a make or break race for Blaney. Blaney needed a, ra- a good race yesterday. He needed to perform, and that's exactly what he did. He got a top he got his first top five of the season yesterday. Brought it home fifth. So I think there's only better things for him to come in. I'm honestly I don't, after these two 550 horsepower races, I don't I don't know who looks good. I don't know what driver is looking like they could be the dominant driver yeah. for Yeah, it, It's gonna package. take more time
0: than we thought it did this year for, for people I to mean, really stand out. I would out. have
1: never thought William Byron would be like, as competitive with this package as he is, or even Larson, yeah, for that matter. So like, and I'm excited. I, I
0: think we're finally getting to see William Byron with one, the best 100 equipment he's ever been in. On top of that, he's been with his strategy he's got he doesn't have the the pressure that he well, normally had right? right he he has the the opportunity here with the new crew chief to be that more he, aggressive than they, they ever that, have been well, because they're it, already in the playoffs in well,
1: a crew chief that he's had outstanding success with and has yeah. won lots so of think, national series races with yeah so like
0: it's not just him getting in an, with another person to build a relationship with the crew chief like this it's, it's already it, established it, he's already got the win it's so they can take more chances building on
1: top of yes now my question now this is more so my question for you so now okay so Kyle Larson got his seventh Cup series, seventh career Cup Series first ever win at a mile-and-a-half after nine second-place finishes at mile-and-a-half before. <laughs> so you could say he's a pretty dominant mile-and-a-half. I mean, he's pretty consistent. I mean, yeah. nine-second places is no slouch. To, yeah. No stat to frown upon. Like, that's a pretty impressive feat. So he, but the amount of speed that he showed yesterday, I feel like can only – now, I will say Vegas is a very unique – but I think about a track like Kansas that's kind of a very similar yep. run down low on the apron kind of mile You think and he's
0: going to be a threat to be reckoned with on those tracks? Is,
1: is this just the beginning? So are we just seeing a continuation, though, of Kyle Larson? Or is this only the beginning of what could actually be Kyle Larson's Cup Series career? Like, is this only yep. the real—because now he's in— I mean, we watched Kyle Larson not just win yesterday. Like, we watched Kyle Larson win in like dominating fashion. I feel like I haven't seen a race. I feel like
0: for a while, right? Whether it was the equipment or Kyle Larson in that 42, for the last couple of years, you would see him getting caught up in wrecks and stuff like that. But for the most part, everyone could agree that Kyle Larson was one of of the most talented drivers, and he mm -hmm. outdrove his equipment. But there's still like everyone kind of thought that he wasn't really living up to his potential quite yet. That there was just so much more room for growth and i think just everything that's happened in the past year he's, moving he's to got, hendrick he's it's him. got a fire lit under him now it, he's got something to prove you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, he, now he has a reason to right because for a while there like he, he really enjoys the dirt racing and everything like that but i don't think he was 100% motivated to I do th- that good I, in NASCAR. i think
1: i honestly think that he's just in a he's he's ready to he's in a winning position now he's honestly spent the last year winning races and so i think this is only the i think this is just the beginning of i think this is not going to be the first time personally this is is a lot earlier in the season than i thought we would see the five card victory and i really i think
0: we could all agree with that and
1: i really think that i don't know i think chase is chase is having a really slow start to the season other than daytona which i'm not really gonna i don't really want to count but i can because it is a points paying race yep and obviously, we expected him to be dominant. But even in that race, there were th- he just I don't know. He seems like he's still. Which he did this last year. He didn't yeah. win till May last year. He didn't. I get- think
0: the reason that he had the the stride and just dominance later in the season was because exactly that they hit their stride late in the season. Right. Same thing with other sports. You don't have to be the best no, team in the beginning. He can. If be- you hit your stride going into the playoffs. Right or even just survive exactly. until you hit your your stride, then you're good, right?
1: No, and that's why I keep saying. But that's like, I don't know. I feel like everyone's always. I think this year more than other years, Chase Elliott's being watched. Just yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. he is because he is the defending series champion. So like, and the most popular driver. But I don't want this to be exactly. And like we all saw that happen with Kyle Busch last year, though, where he was the defending series champion and like. Yep. But I mean. It's know.
0: a it's a long season. It too, is though. a very long season. So, so like, I mean, I'm not like, worried about it at like all. Like I
1: said, though, like even with that, though, it's like Larson winning in the fourth race. Like wow, like yeah. Crazy. I mean, because that, that was the thing
0: too with Chase. I, I think he had a great run at Las Vegas. He was up there in the beginning no, right, no, until he had the saying. damage. He has been and showing, that's, and that's speed. why I don't think there is any cause still, for concern. And, 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 he's got the speed and he's ran up front. It's, it's just like, been it's been just un, it's just the chips aren't falling his way yet.
1: Well, and the chips fell. The right way for Kyle Larson, but yeah. no. And I just think that I think this is gonna be. I think I said I said I wanted I said I wanted all four Hendrick drivers in the round of eight. And I'm just sitting here thinking about this. <laughs> You're like, like, oh, look, this might look, be good. Looking at these back to back wins, I'm like, wow. I feel like I'm watching like 2000s now. Wow, like that yeah. was like. I was like, man, this is two mile and a half. Do you think mi- you can could... two Hendrick wins? Is Hendrick like gonna dominate some mile and a half? I this hope year? they do
0: because to me that would be even more amazing because they have. Such young drivers, and when you look, I mean, relatively speaking, I right? Mean, Larson is Larson the oldest th- driver at that team now. Ah, uh, that's a great. I, he has to be. Well, hold on. A you you go ahead and and um. Yeah, hold on. Let me go. Let I'll, be, I'll just fact, keep ta- no. Check this.
1: No, let me. I'm going to keep talking about what I was talking about. So no, I'm just saying. So I didn't. I honestly didn't think that we would see a Larson win until at least d- Bristol dirt, if anything, because yep. I feel like it would taken him and Cliff Daniels a little bit more time to kind of get acclimated with each other. But I was wrong. I'm going to just admit it now. But, wow. I mean, honestly. And, like, even Brad Kislowski has had an outstanding season so far. Yeah. And you're over here telling you're trying. I'm not saying you're going to be wrong. I'm just thinking I think it would be so crazy for Penske to get – I feel like he is just – even more so than like the from two thousand twelve to last year, Brad Keselowski was kind of just like he like here. Like yep. at a level line. Yep. And over the last two seasons when it's really mattered for him, he is driven. He's so trying to prove something. He again. is driving like he drove in the nationwide series yep. in like twenty twelve when he won that. Like, I
0: think I think what I think the two biggest things it took. I think was, he wants the second was, championship. Oh hundred percent. He's gotta cement that. And I think it was not necessarily because the whole NASCAR league wasn't given the attention or given the respect that he Mm -hmm. deserves as a a NASCAR cup champion. Rather, I think just with Joey Logano being the most recent Penske championship and Ryan Blaney showing speed all last year and him not getting the contract and then the crew chief swap where he, I would argue, got the worst of it, right? Obviously he's made the best of it. And I argued that before. He's made the best of it and he's trying to show that he is the the driver at Penske, right? And
1: it might have honestly been what he needed. Who knows? I mean, yeah, that might, I think that, it's good. It's good and, for Penske. And, and, it's good for Brad. It well, honestly might have a lot. And honestly, we have to. I'm glad you mentioned that because it might be something that we need to talk about more because it obviously did something for Brad Keselowski because he is, <laughs> I mean, I think. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I, and I think he's, I mean, he's been, every race that he's been, everyone's been like, this should be a race where Brad Keselowski should be very good. Brad Keselowski has shown up to the track. Every single week so far. Yeah. And I'm not, uh, this is really early. He's driving playoff, right? He's driving a playoff strategy right now where he can just show up yep. every single week. And I think we're seeing that with a couple. And that's what I'm saying. I feel but, like he's the most – he's, like, I'm, the
0: best conservative pick, the, like, in your fantasy every this, week. You this, can, he's
1: reliable. This is where we're getting – this is why I'm excited because we're now getting into the season where we're starting to see who's really shaping to be, like – who's looking to be, like – I mean, I can't lie. Joe Gibbs is looking – that whole team has just got it going. Like, yeah. I mean, four of the five Toyotas in the field they their top 10, and then the other one being They could above all balls. get a win this year easily. All five, you think, or all four JGR drivers? All th- four. Holy cow. What if all four Hendrick drivers and all four JGR drivers? So that would be what? Eight. Dri- that'd be eight playoff spots already. Yeah. And three, I, th- all th- I think Penske, all, all three
0: Penskys. Th- that'd be 11. I would not say Holy that. Holy cow. If 11. SHR. There's no way all four SHR Drivers are getting a win. I don't. And, I don't think Eric Amarillo wins. I mean, two. If did, he does two, that, Talladega.
1: Two got one last year, and yep. well, Kevin Harvick had nine. I mean, Kevin Harvick could have won. Won enough by himself for all of his. Teammates. Yep. And the other ones,
0: Cole Custer. It wasn't even that fourteen car of Boyer. It was Cole Custer. Cole Custer had a win.
1: Yeah. 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 As I'm saying, it wasn't even like the fourteen or the ten. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Dude, I don't know. So hey,
0: go, to go back on your fat check, um, fact check here. Uh, Kyle Larson is the oldest, at and he's 29. He's 28 years old. Alex Bowman is 27,
1: and Chase is 25 now. As he just yeah, had a 20, bir- yeah. he had a birthday yeah. between and the season. William,
0: Willie B is the youngest. Yeah, I knew that. But yeah, what? so no, I I think this kicks us right off into looking now towards Phoenix. It's yes, absolutely. I think this 100%. is. Well, I, ha- I think want, I have. Just, I think I have some. I guess really we good talked. About, I this, guess we maybe. talked about the playoffs.
1: I guess we don't really. Know. I mean, Kyle Larson's in the playoffs now.
0: There's another new driver. Right? But that
1: was a pick that me and you both made for the playoffs. We both were expecting yeah. him. We I just like I said, didn't expect it to be right now. Yeah, the fourth race of the season. I was like, thinking, two or three months into the season, we would probably at a track maybe like Bristol Dirt or Michigan. Right. You know, because he's used, those are the tracks. We, he, we
0: only go to Michigan once this year. But
1: I am. You did make a point last week that I did not think about that. I am excited for now, and that is to see him, what he'll do at Darlington with the running up against the wall. Yeah. So, who knows? And, and
0: Hendricks always been fast there. Exactly. They'll um, bring
1: they'll bring good equipment that weekend. i mean, yeah. they bring good equipment. That, but um, yeah. So, like,
0: do you want you want to kick off for fantasy looking ahead to Phoenix? We got. Do we want to
1: start? Do we want to start Do we just want to go straight to go fantasy, and then we can kind of preview it after that? Just kind of use that as a. Stepping stone into the preview. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, no, I'll, I'll go. I can kind of just fly through my five real quick and kind of give a little reason why, and then we can kind of dive in. Yeah. I'll give my five. You can give your five, and then we kind of can just break it down. After yeah. It,
0: it's going to be an interesting week, too. I just want to note Dude, that. I, so, I've, this is where our championship race was. It's yep. a one mile track. We get it's a five hundred mile lap race. It's the Instacart five hundred. That's going to be but it is uh, our,
1: but and it's our first seven hundred and fifty. So it's our 750 first... seven hundred and fifty horsepower. High, low, it's it's going to be the first high
0: horsepower race of low the down, year. Low force Yep. So and that's that's what Brad Keselowski. That was his bread the, and butter and last year.
1: I'll just kick it off with my first pick. My first pick for this weekend is. And I'll go ahead and just spoil, it. he's also gonna be my pick to be the race winner this yep. weekend. And I'm picking Brad Kay to win the race this weekend. <laughs> Damn it, Paul. Brad literally dominated this package and these types of tracks last year. He won Richmond, he won New Hampshire. And he competed very hard at this track. And I really thought if it wasn't going to be Chase that won the championship race in the fall, it would have been Brad Kay because those two cars were the best car. Yep. And he and Brad, believe it or not, Brad Kay used the same car at all four types of these tracks last year and won with that same car. And he almost won the championship, yep. right? And I wouldn't because well,
0: be... Chase got a different car for that last championship. And Brad said no, he all, didn't. All, have the, all, four, the, all the other
1: three championship four drivers, including his teammate Joe Logano, all got brand new cars that weekend. Yep. And Brad said, "Nope, I want to keep this one, same one because I when... said I said this car will win a championship, and he just about did it. He just about won the championship with it. So I'm picking. I think that's a great pick. So who? <laughs> who, who so I'm picking Brad K as my first pick. My second pick is Chase Elliott, Okay. gonna just say the defending winner at this track in, as of the fall race. My third pick is Joey Logano, who okay. was the defending race winner of this race last year. I'm picking Kyle Busch, had a third place finish at this race last year. And actually I'm picking Kyle Larson at five, who finished fourth at this race last so, year, cause he did race at this race last year.
0: Oh, you're not picking a wild card?
1: He is my wild card. Oh, okay.
0: That, I don't think that's a bad one. We've
1: never seen him with the 750 package at this track with Hendrix. So, yeah. And I and th- and when, we'll, when we get into, like, the preview part, that would be one of the things I'll mention. But go ahead and run through uh, your five real quick.
0: So uh, you had three out of the five of mine and almost oh. four, but I decided to go for, like, a long shot instead. All right. Um, so I had Brad Keselowski. Uh at number one, the mo yep, the momentum's all his way right now. He was the championship runner up. He came in second during the championship race at Phoenix, and like you said, 750 horsepower, low downforce package. He's absolutely dominated. Right um, at the end of last year, minus the championship, I got Chase Elliott. 750 horsepower Chevy. Ever since that championship race, five of the
1: last six races last year, Chase won with this, and they was all most of all of them were using yep. this package. Yep, and, and just
0: that the the those Chevy engines um are just running absolutely um, fantastic don't, right don't, now.
1: Don't just because we're gonna talk about it. I want to talk yeah. about that like a lot okay. more when we get going. In. All right,
0: so then third pick, I got Kyle Busch, and yeah. I think it's it's partly momentum here, and it's partly him at Phoenix the. Yeah, um, he had a third place yesterday. Yeah. So momentum, because he had the third place, right? He's he. I don't think he was the fastest Joe Gibbs car, but he was there at the end. He had the best finish. Um, and average finish ten point five at Phoenix in thirty one starts. It's pretty good. It's That's like, amazing. Now like get t- this. Now get this. On top of that, if we want to be more recent about the new Phoenix layout and just you know newer equipment and how he's handling with that out of the past 11 races his average finish is 3.6 and he's had 3 wins at phoenix. Kyle Busch I think is a low key probably like the, the favorite up there with Brad Keselowski that I, no
1: one's talking about because yes. of how his last season was but yes. he should clearly be If he gets his wins this year, I can it's always be count there. on Tristan to come with the fantasy stats for me because <laughs> he he goes in, he he likes to look so all right what all all right, so
0: four, fourth I got Ryan Blaney I think he's finally starting to get things figured out. This is either going to be a week where he's going to get caught up in someone else's wreck or caught up in something and just kind of revert back to how the season kicked off kind of sluggish and complacent, or this is going to continue to build off of what he set the foundation of at Las Vegas last week. The last three running finishes, he's finished second, third, and third. So that's three out of the last four races. Um, and he's coming off a of fifth place in Las Vegas. So I think he's absolutely one to watch. I was so mad. My first race I watched at Phoenix right at the track, Ryan Blaney was winning. He was way out in front. And this this was the spring race of 2019. So the year Kyle Busch won the championship. Um, he was out front. And then we went to go like to victory lane while there were like five or six laps, left, long green flag run. I get there. I go through the tunnel. I come out. And Kyle Busch passed him. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I was like, I was walking to victory lane expecting my favorite driver to win. And then as soon as I get out of the tunnel, I'm in victory lane. He's in second. I was so mad. Okay. So my, my fifth pick though, a long shot. this is a long shot. And I would have, I, I would have picked Kyle Larson and we would have had four out of the five same, but I thought, you know what? Larson is such a good pick coming into this one. Um, just, I mean, he, he's absolutely out, outperformed his equipment at that track and now with Hendrick in and that, in that horsepower, Imagine he's going to he be Imagine if he outperforms Hendrick equipment. Oh, my God. Then he'll be walking away with the, the trophy. He'll be doing um, some Jimmy stuff. And then, so for my fifth pick, and this this is such a wild card. I, I think you could have picked Eric Jones. I think that would have been good. But I'm picking Matt DeBetta deno I said, hopefully he runs a similar package to what Pensky's going to bring to this track he ran really good yeah he ran he really ran well he yesterday. ran his best race of the season last week so that's why he and, kind of had a similar day to the chips but, but that's like that's what a good wild card pick is 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 there not going to be something where you can just count on to have a good top 10 or good top 15 right he's either gonna be top 10 or he's gonna be like 25th hey, you know gonna, what i mean there's hey, no in between I respect that
1: you're just going for it now look at now we could let's get into it now i want to talk about this now because you were already saying it, and I kind of made you stop so this is one of the things I really want to talk about going into Phoenix because mm-hmm. this, this is just a bring-in point from last year. So at the end of last year, if you remember, because me and you did talk about this quite a bit going into Martinsville and the championship. So Hendrick and Richard Childress Racing signed a alliance to do the share research and development on their engines together, and so yep. Hendrick ended up it ended up paying off because even that's what Alan, Alan Guffnesson said that at the end of the season that ultimately was like a huge factor into where Chase Elliott's. Crazy late in, late season speed came from,
0: <laughs> and that's the crazy part is that they were willing to try that kind of stuff at the end of the season. You know well, what I mean? I
1: they kind of wanted they. I think they were just at a point like, look, we want to win a championship, and if this is what we're we, just going to go for, we it. just have to do it. And I, I, I don't know what I don't know if they did it with Bowman because Bowman looked very fast in the round of eight, especially at Martinsville, running the same kind of similar set. They both looked fast. Yep, and it might have just been Chase, just could have just driven better, but I think. It, it, we, and we saw it at Phoenix. Chase started in the back and absolutely just tore through the field at mm-hmm. Phoenix. And so that was probably the first time I saw a back-to-back winner. And like long, as far as I can remember, I mean, we did see. No, we saw it this past. Kevin Harvick won both Michigan race. Right? He won like he back. He went back-to-back this past season. But it was all. So I think I I'm more interested not just in the Hendrick Chevys, but all of the Chevys maybe even like a couple of the RCR vehicles don't count them out they are going to be shared I mean they have the same data so it's more now it is a difference of who can build what with the data yep they have the data they have they're looking at the same thing now okay Hendrick we obviously saw what Hendrick was able to do with it and who knows maybe even approve on they might have just done that in crunch time yep we might even see something who knows what we might see I mean that's what I'm saying so I'm like I almost wanted to pick all four Hendrick drivers this week, just on the fact that even though I'm not going to pick one of them to win the race, which I think is terrible, I like I just can't pick. I can't pick. I cannot not pick Brad Keselowski here. Like I can't. Yeah. And he's been so close in so many races this season to getting a win, and I feel like I think he just dominates. and I feel like when that happens with a driver, when they get to a point where it's like. You get so close to winning, and then you don't. That's when you win. Like the habit with Chase Elliott last year, getting his first win. As like, long
0: as you keep showing up, the chips are going to fall your way one. Well, we... like that's
1: what I'm saying. Like let's remember, like not to talk about chasing it, but he's a per- he, he's a perfect example of momentum and how important it is to like and get a that. little bit of luck. Yeah, well, exactly. But like, look at so when we from the COVID restart, which was in end of April. Yeah. So he had that his Darlington his two Darlington races were pretty good. Obviously, the one he got wrecked out by Kyle Busch, it became one of like the greatest and biggest moments of the season, Mm -hmm. or whatever you want. It was a big moment. It was one of the. It was like it was like the Kenseth Logano moment of the season. It was like the fired up like everyone got all. It was that moment. It was, but then he had a lot of he had a lot of great finishes. And then he got to Charlotte, and we got to the six hundred. And, that would, and he just brought everything out that race. And you thought, and then he didn't win. Yeah. But then... Brad Keselowski ended up winning yep. that. And then he won the truck race, like, the next night. And then he went that Wednesday. They had that off just Wednesday night second race at Charlotte. And he came back and absolutely... Dominated And, and that's why I'm saying momentum is really important when you have really good finishes like that in a row. Yeah. It's only bound to be time for you it's to a get. matter of time. Cause the luck. Will, it's like you said, eventually you're going to get the, everything will fall into your favor. The strategy will be just right. You'll get the yellow when you need it. Like yep. everything will just fall right into your hands. Cause you, you just have, it's like you said, you just got to keep bringing the car. The more time, if you continue to bring the car week after week after week, you're eventually going to get there. Like, you'll hit the spot. So, and that's what I'm saying. Brett Kosowski
0: So he's your win it for this week is what you're saying.
1: If we were going to, I mean, if we were going to go say that, yeah, but we can get into that kind of towards the end. But I just went ahead and said it because he is my number one pick, and I do think that he's going to be – one of the most competitive I mean obviously pending he doesn't I'll go
0: ahead and give everyone a spoiler he's my winner for this week
1: yeah it's pretty hard it's I, I just I mean and like I like I said we both also picked chase but like
0: and just just for anyone who might have some conspiracy theories theories going here Paul and I do not share notes before we come here we, we literally we avoid that we, as we much have as possible. oh my god we have way too similar minds when it comes to watching this kind of thing right we I really try to avoid
1: tra- texting Tristan during the race but I usually <laughs> default to it I try to keep it to like the end of each stage just to like try to get it all in at like one point, but no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, I think Chase Elliott will have a great day here, but let's keep in mind that the only driver that actually gave Chase Elliott a run for his money in the far race. I mean, we saw, we all saw the pass for the stage one win. Yeah, or was it stage? Phoenix, stage, though, it he, was yep. stage two win. It was at Phoenix though. It was for the stage two because on the I believe, last lap, I believe Joey Logano won the first stage, maybe, but maybe not. I don't remember. But I remembered the Brad. Uh, I know second, Denny didn't. The set, he didn't lead a lap. He was <laughs> the, he was the only one of the four, and that's why I was looking at it. I was like, I mean, I guess I could pick Denny, but like he did all he had a fourth place in the spring, but it was also like the championship four race. So like they were the four of them were all up front like the whole day. So I was like, I kind of had to take that with a grain of salt. But the Brad, I was like, I'm not disputing this. Like I have to pick. Like <laughs> you just look at. And it, I'm just saying, dude, this goes back to what I was saying about Brad Kozlowski staying at Penske. I'm like just he keeps if he do, if he does it again if he goes back to the championship i, I just again, want
0: i want him to see i want to see him get so, that primary sponsorship not just discount tight right miller lights left him and uh, it's okay, a lot we'll of give, sponsorship issues oh i know but like
1: who says that he can't just go? He can't pop off this year and just revamp it. Yeah. Who knows? That's that's I what mean, I want. I want him to stay d- it in It happened the to car. Jeff. It happened to Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon lost. I mean, all of his original sponsorships that he had, like when we were all growing up, like Rainbow. All of them by the time he retired, those were long gone. Yeah. He was running Exalta and AARP. Well, by it, was the time. Then,
0: yeah. it was Dupont then. Remember, it was Dupont, and then he started doing the AARP and then the Drive for Hunger forever. That's what and I'm saying. And then it went to the Exalta at the end there. Um, but no so. I agree. And you know, I think I think part of it too is that was a teammate thing, right? Jimmy Johnson w- became the number one Hendrick driver, and Jeff Gordon kinda had enough of it. And he's like, Okay, time for me to stop back in the spotlight and kind of prove, you know, who the the real veteran driver here mm-hmm. is, right? I mean Jimmy Johnson, I mean Jeff Gordon was the one that brought him to the team. Jeff Gordon was the one that got um Rick so. Hendrick to take a chance on it. Jeff that co-owned Gordon owned his car. Co owned his car. Like <laughs> And I, I, think, I think we're kind of seeing a similar thing here at Penske, and I think that's definitely the, the closest analogy you can make or comparison. Um, and that's a point that, I mean, you brought up that I completely agree with, and I, I don't think enough people are talking about. I... I I, you
1: you're the one that keeps saying that you don't think he'll be there, and if he's that, not, that was my
0: <laughs> bold season prediction,
1: and I and I just and I and I straight up told you that I disagreed with it, and I yeah. thought you were gonna be wrong, but
0: yeah, well I'm, I'm sticking with it. Um, I don't think for it necessi- right now, yeah, for I'm right just, now. I'm, yeah, I'm doubling down on so it so because other, you know why not? But look okay,
1: okay, let's get back, let's get back to Phoenix cause yeah. I know we spent we had to keep ourselves last week from to, to keep make sure we were talking about Vegas and not <laughs> Phoenix, but so and now we're finally here, and we can't talk about anything else but other than Brett Kozlowski's contract. So
0: <laughs> that's the, bump and, that's run the bump and run
1: broadcast for you. But no, so back to Phoenix though. So I'm really expecting, so what do you, ex- you expect then? I'm expecting a g- another excellent race this week and another just super, I'm expecting some really good racing this week. I think so too. This Especially because this
0: good short track racing.
1: It is good. I mean, it's kind of, it's not necessarily short track rate, but it is our first yeah. intermediate, truly intermediate track of the season. So I guess we can kind of break it down. So you have your super speedway. So because this will kind of like, this will cover we have, after this weekend we'll have officially hit every single track other than the half miles. Yep. Which there's only two of them. So yep. it's for once it's actually the least driven type of track now cuz it used to yep. be well it was before cuz there were three road courses, so it's always been the least cuz yep. you only go there. Well you go there four times a year, so I mean still it is now cuz yep. there's seven road courses. So mm-hmm. But so, because we've driven a super speedway, we have done a half, a mile and a half, a row course, course, and an intermediate, like a one mile. Yep. Because that's pretty much, and, we, and then there's the two miles, like Michigan, which Michigan's probably one, what, is it the lone one now? Is Michigan the Michigan's one?
0: Michigan's only doing one race this year. They used to have a June and an August race No, but I'm and saying, is it only is the
1: only walk. two mile track that's on the schedule now? Correct.
0: Because it Auto used Club, to only it? be Auto Club and uh, Michigan.
1: So is Michigan the only, so yeah, so we yeah. have Michigan, which is like, I guess an intermediate. Well, in Pocono, which is like 2.67.
0: I don't think it's that long.
1: You, can look, you want to fact let me, check? Let me look it up. I hope it's 2.67. I hope I am like right on the money. That'd be awesome.
0: I don't think it is. If you are right, uh, props to you. Let's see here. Two and a half mile. Oh, so close. Yeah. Because yeah. Talladega is like 2.66, right? something like that. It might be.
1: Is Talladega longer than Daytona?
0: Yes. I can guarantee you that.
1: But no, I'm really excited for Phoenix because like just like Las Vegas, you can
0: pass 2.66 Talladega. I think Daytona's like 2.5.
1: No, but for Phoenix, so I'm excited because it's like Las Vegas, where you can pass below. You're gonna see guys passing down below now. Just to kind of prepare everybody that's never watched Phoenix. Phoenix is very unique, mm-hmm. which I like about it, and I think it's what makes it very cool. Is that it's not your typical oval. Yes, and it is,
0: especially, especially it, with the it, start finish line. It's really, change. it's
1: really not an oval. As much of it's like a almost like a square. It, it's technically with,
0: considered a trioval.
1: Yeah, because it's got. So there isn't like, so like we saw this weekend in Las Vegas and like, you'll see a lot of other tracks. There's like the typical like front show straight away. Now, not every, May
0: I suggest an crazy analogy. Yes. Phoenix is like an even more crazier version of Darlington for this reason. Everyone says Darlington is such a hard raceway, not just because it's narrow, but because turns one and two are a different size than three and four right mm-hmm. 3 and 4 are a bit more narrow so you got to drive it differently so it's not like it's so easy to be driving over and over again and have to hit hit two different corners completely differently right on an oval track that's not usually how it is phoenix takes it another step further phoenix 1 and 2 are different than 3 and 4 in terms of like their their radius like how mm-hmm. they curve and everything but they also have different banking right if the that's the true. old the old phoenix three and four which is now the phoenix one and two is almost completely flat so you got to be wide. on the bottom it's super wide well it makes for sure the best and then then the back ever. part of it three and four is banked and it's it's i mean i've walked on that before it's it doesn't well, look like it's very well banked but it is and
1: the start finish line is actually right off of turn four so yep. there isn't like so you come off of turn four and then you would be, like, there would probably and be, And that's like, where
0: they all fan out right there. And
1: then they, that's... So, like, they, that you'd have, like, turn four, and then the exit of turn four, you have, like, a little bit, and then you'd have, like, the restart zone, and then, boom, it's yep. the flag stand,
0: and then... I mean, and that's the biggest thing, right? Like, short track at Bristol or Martinsville, you're not going to hear them talking about how the track conditions in one end of the raceway are so much different than the other. You drive one and two almost the same exact way you drive three and four, right? It's all dependent. It, it's just how you get off the corner the and how you different. set yourself up for the straightaway. It's the same thing in those corners, right? Phoenix is like Darlington. It's completely different, right? And that's why it's a
1: 750. That's why it's not a. High, it's why it's a high horsepower track and not a low downforce or a high um, aero track. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh,
0: I think that's what I'm most excited for about it.
1: No, I am. A de- I am definitely looking for it. Like Phoenix is just the racing is always good, and I always and like I said, I said this last week, and I said it a couple weeks ago. I like the tracks where you can run down low. It makes for a good... Because you have guys... Because it's like Homestead. It creates the more grooves... It's like we talked about when you talked about Homestead. So the more grooves there are, the better the racing will be. Yeah. The more the grooves get open, like, the more racing. And, like, Las Vegas, we saw a couple. We saw a lot of grooves at Las Vegas, actually. Because you saw a guy. And for for a mile and a half, like, you saw guys bump drafting, like, crazy. At, yeah. You saw actual, like, Arrow actually played, like, a huge. Like, the Arrow package
0: was a huge factor yesterday at Las Vegas. So Yeah. And that's the thing, too. It's, like, it'll have different grooves. Like, the flat turns, one and two, will have a different amount of grooves. Will go through up Three guys. Four that are banked, everyone's gonna be running that lowest lane until they go to fan out, and then it's just like, well, then it's like a free for all. You're, you're,
1: you're gonna run the bottom in three, and then coming out of three, coming out of three into four, you're gonna start trying to push up towards the wall to come across the line. Yep. Because when you go into one and two, you're gonna go right. You're gonna you're gonna either run the wall. And put and grab momentum into the bat into what is like the front straightaway. Yep. Or you're gonna run down low and you're gonna just put, try to get in front of people and just try get to, below them and try to block. You're gonna try yep. to get cut them and then come up on the straightaway up on the wall. Yep. Kind of like what we were seeing a lot of passing like that in Las Vegas. Yeah. So, but
0: th- that's the only thing too is at Phoenix you got to be kind of careful depending on what type of tire that Goodyear's brings. Um, mm-hmm. Because or how late, how late it, we you are in the run. There, there's a difference when you go do that sweep by the finish line, like what you're talking, where you can cut it down all the way to the inside wall, mm-hmm. which we've seen people go five, six wide there. When you come back onto the track, you'll see the sparks, you'll see cars oh, bottoming yeah. out because there's there's a banking change where they go from the flat onto and you the, saw bank the and you of the And you kind of saw, you might and not, that puts wear on the tire more than it, than just oh, standing there. And, you, under did, and does. you
1: did see that like a little bit in Las Vegas, like how they you'd notice like. The car would be kind of running it like the, even oh, like yeah, yeah. if it stayed up like above the white line, it'd be running on like the banking, and then the it, but it could hit down below and run on yep. the flat, and it worked for. But you see, like I mean, a guy like Brad, Brad Keselowski never really ran super low yesterday. He kind of ran more right on the white line. Yeah. never really he did go down low a couple of times, but you saw a lot of the Hendrick guys that were running down. Like Larson was running down low chase was, they were all, but a lot of guys are all passing down low. You didn't see a lot of passes on the high side yesterday. A lot of guys would either, they were trying to go for that left side quarter panel for a lot, but you did see a couple of guys that could get runs on the, or if they got pushed. Yeah. It
0: seemed like Brad Kozlowski was doing that for a while, right? If, if, if you wanted to get the momentum and get the long run, you were running up top in three and four, and then carrying that momentum and trying to do a crossover, trying to just get right. That to was them. no, and I loved it. Get I to lo- their corner. And I title. loved
1: the passing, how like that, because I like that. That was like the main passing zone, really, because like you said, you can run down. That's like the one spot on the track, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could kind of run a little bit low on the back straightaway, but no one's really wanting because you're, like you said, you're trying to run high on the wall on the back straightaway so you can get that speed so you can. Yep make you can afford to so you can keep your because you because like they said on the broadcast yesterday like the goal at vegas is to get out front especially on a day like yesterday because it was so sticky yep it was like there wasn't like it wasn't loose it, like it, you it, could it's hold gonna, the it's gas gonna be
0: the same thing mark my words, it's going to be the same thing at phoenix but with that, way more but, horsepower because it's not going to be about arrow and who gets the draft Speed. but it's just about getting to the corner panel going to three and four so that you can get that bottom groove right Going into one and two, it doesn't that's matter so what track you're or what groove you're racing, as mm-hmm. long as you set yourself up for those last two corners. And that's what Brad Kozlowski's really good at. That's no. how he made that last And I think lap and the, and
1: lap. That, and that's why he's so good with this package is he just knows how it's he can just drive the car. And that's yep. what a lot of the drivers say is like this package is very you have to really drive it. Like yep. you have to drive the car. Like there isn't like anything other than that like there isn't anything really helping you here like you have the car and you have and the drivers all like this package a lot the this has been a pretty popular package with a lot of the drivers yeah like they're all pretty happy with what nascar has done with this so um and they do run they well i guess they ran this package technically because they ran it at the road course at daytona they ran the 750 package but it wasn't the same package yeah same engine different package but this this is going to be a and phoenix is a great first track for this package i think so because then we're going to go back to a mile and a half but then we'll go back to well because you know, yeah yep but phoenix is going to be super awesome i'm really excited i think the racing is going to be outstanding i'm excited to see what the qualifying order looks like but as we know it doesn't really mean anything because kevin harvick didn't even lead the first lap last week and he had yep. the pole position no, so I, I would probably guess that Kyle Larson would be on the front row cuz usually that's kind of how it seems to be usually and he's third in points now. Yeah,
0: it's like they said it's that quadrant that they use.
1: It's like a, it's like based it's off of, of like everything. team points, driver points, fastest lap in and then previous, the previous race. race. So that's what I'm saying like Kyle Larson I'll probably I would say the front row would be Larson, Denny Hamlin just because Denny Hamlin's leading in points, JGR yeah. just had a great race finish. How cool
0: would it be to see Chase Elliott and Denny Hamlin go after it again? Right? That remember when that happened? When he was in the twenty four car?
1: Here at this track or was it at this It track? was at
0: Phoenix because when Denny Hamlin first took out Chase Elliott, it was at Martinsville, but when Chase Elliott got him back, it was at Phoenix. Because Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin was going for the chase. So get this, right? Flash for whatever flashback to whatever year that was, first it had it been 2016?
1: Yes, it had been 16. I think yep. it was Chase's for it, 16 or 17.
0: No, it would have been 16 because Gordon's last year was 15. Um, so Chase Elliott was still in the chase um, going into Martinsville because this is when the schedule was different, um, and he gets completely spun out by Hamlin at Martinsville, loses the race. Obviously, Hamlin final, Hamlin final destroys lap. and final, basically scraps the half the field anyway. The and then. It was either the next week or the week after that. They go to Phoenix, Chase is out of the chase, and but Denny's still in it, and they come together near each other on the track, and uh, I'm pretty sure Chase r- ran him almost all the way up into the wall, and it bounces off him, and then like two laps later, the crowd starts cheering because Denny cut a tire from that contact with Chase, and he goes into the wall going into like three and four, because that that was before it they changed the start finish line configuration, oh, okay, that was that was the old style. Um, but yeah, I would love to see something like that just heat up. Um, obviously in favor of Chase Elliott, we do not want Denny Hamlin to get the last laugh here by any means. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys already know who or when it is this this week. So I think we kind of take a spin on it. And just who do you think your wreck gonna be for this week, Paul? Well, who, who would you have to pick?
1: I think I made. A, I actually had a really, I had a really, 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 really. Really, really hard time thinking about who I was going to pick. Okay, for I this. thought you were going
0: to say like I had a really good pick. I'm like, oh no. my god,
1: we've not been right about one of these. <laughs> no, I I actually had a very hard time picking a wreck it for this race. Like I really spent probably more time than I needed to. I probably I was overthinking like incredibly <laughs> yeah, hard. That but, that probably is what the case for, was for my. So like I said, my win it this week is going to be game. Yep, I'm looking forward to this. My wreck it is Austin Dillon. Yeah, because I just
0: like you in said, what way you got you gotta call what exactly he's gonna do
1: I just think like you were saying on a restart, you can run him four or five wide. yeah he's the kind of guy I just think would do it. I think he's gonna have some speed. I think RCR is gonna be pretty quick. so I think he's gonna be actually having some speed and I think he's gonna try to make a move and it's just gonna he's he might get out of it. It might be kind of like a thing where he gets out of it, but he sends somebody and then just sends half the field <laughs> and turn up the up the flat side of turn one and two. Cause they're just all up the apron. As I'm saying, I think he's going to run down low. He or someone that he is near will spin up from the apron up towards the wall and it'll just collect a pile up. That's kind of what I can first see happening.
0: No, I, I think that's now good what pick. about, what about you? All right. So this, is this is just random. I mean, these are shots in the dark is what they are. Yeah. But any got, lapped car. I have just, Daniel Suarez Slack slash track house racing because could it be slashed they Because it's either car. gonna be a drive error with Daniel Suarez doing something dumb or hitting the wall or having a tire go down or it's gonna be uh track house racing's pit crew or something where they're going to have an engine failure or they're going to just completely just... So, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. are we picking... I, I thought this was like the wreck of the race, not wreck like one driver's day. I, thought, I didn't know we were oh, picking but, for... Okay, picking okay for, Paul, if, Paul, hear me out. If, we're if picking you, for engine failures If now? you have
0: an engine, just go right when you're fanning out four or five wide on the oh, restart. You oh, really think you're not going to take someone out oh, with you? Okay, 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 okay. I thought you were talking about like just on pit road in general. Like he's just going to come down and it's going to be like, oh. If he does, he's going to drop a like four quarts of oil and then everyone's gonna crash can't into believe it. That, that's what's gonna, they've
1: actually been pretty good trackhouse has been i know pretty
0: so good. that's why it would be a hell
1: of a pick dude <laughs> I mean I mean I guess he hasn't made any mistakes yet so i don't I guess think that's I, a, I, don't, I guess you have that going for I'm you. telling
0: you this is what I'm, I'm using like just the same way I use my wild card with my fantasy picks there's gonna be one that's just gonna be so out there that I'm just gonna pick and it's gonna be right and then I'm just gonna completely just brag about that for the rest of the season
1: am I don't know I'm thinking i the only person that's picked a winner in so far?
0: No, my win is Brad Keselowski.
1: No, I'm saying I'm, I'm the only one that's p- gotten a winner oh. so far like,
0: yeah, in fantasy or anything. You I'm, called I'm, Christopher Bell. Yep. I accidentally did because I had called Larson for my previous race. And I still beat you last week. So. Yes. But
1: I don't know. So Phoenix this week, I think it's going to be an awesome race. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it should be. I honestly can't. I mean, I last week's race is, in my opinion, early candidate for race of the year. Could yep. easily be. I mean, you, you don't have twenty six lead changes and not have. You can consider it for race of the year with a race like that. Like, yeah, no. I, agree. I mean, you could even tell like that Jeff Gordon and, and Mike Joy and Clint Boyer were. They all, were enjoying themselves. They, they were all shocked about how they they couldn't. Be, they they were shocked by what they what we were Absolutely. watching. Absolutely. Like they were there live, and they were they were shocked. Like they they were in awe of it. So that just goes to show you how great of a how truly great of a race we got yesterday. And so, I,
0: I think that momentum goes right into Phoenix. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement going into this race with this new pack with the new package with the secondary package yep. coming in. And you guys can be sure to see our reviews on that next week. Uh, Monday night it should be open. Um, and you know, as usual, you guys can find us on wherever you listen to your podcast. We are currently on Breaker google podcast podcast radio public and spotify um we'll be doing this every single week and follow along join our fantasy um we really want to be i mean we're, we're excited about this this is a we're off to a great nascar season so far oh, absolutely i think we got some great segments here i think we're we're getting you know, going we're, getting. we're open to anything here it's, it's going to be good so i'm really excited looking forward next week to absolutely. phoenix absolutely it's going to be a um, good time i think next week we'll have a we'll go over phoenix and
1: we'll start diving into atlanta so yeah it's been a good episode. Thank you guys for listening and uh I'm Paul and I'm Tristan. And this has been the Bump and Run broadcast. Thank you guys very much.